following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, episode number 111. Hell yeah, the band's back together! We'll throw a big old bash, y'all, and everyone is invited to the bash. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is... Paul Skrill, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... ASMRI Derail Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. Welcome back, black man! <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be back. The band's back together! Yay! Yeah. Take Paul out. <laughs> yeah, Paul, you were never part of the band. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> He was our Paul Heyman. He was our manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How are you gentlemen doing? Uh, well, good, well rested after another fan Debbie Babulous night of Toonami. Yes. I did not hear you say that. <laughs> Is everybody feeling campy tonight? Uh, Still no, not funny. But <laughs> it's not but I am. But I'm sober tonight. Oh, God. This is going to be a bad podcast, then. Uh-oh. Shut up. <laughs> We're supposed to support his sobriety. Oh, that's right, right. I support <laughs> you, Jarrell, with your sobriety. You know, I can just go in the room, another room right now, and just grab a beer or something, man. <laughs> you know, I literally got a bottle of vodka light right next door in the den, dude. <laughs> Undoubtedly. This episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast brought to you by Smeared Off Ice. <laughs> you're not them paying us i was gonna say wait are they paying us Fuck. somebody need to pay me somebody seriously need to pay us dude for as much alcohol as i drink man we need some sponsors jack also, Daniels. somebody should be paying us to drink smirnoff ice exactly i mean well smirnoff ice here's a little thing um and it's anime related i promise yeah. Um, Smirnoff Ice, um, with Guinness on top makes what, uh, the bar in the, uh, hotel where AAC is last year, they called it a Full Metal Alchemist, and so I've since, uh, started drinking that, and it's glorious. Yes, it transmutes very well into your bloodstream. It transfer, it transmutes happiness into my bloodstream. Yes, it does. It transmutes into my bloodstream. That's good. I'm it sure transmutes that, bloodstream. Yes. Oh, there's there's a bar at some anime convention that's doing some variation on a Jaeger bomb. Uh, how much you want? How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet that they call it the? Uh, I mean, that's what they call it. Yeah, it's like a Titan Slayer or something like that. Just a Jaeger bomb, and they do that at AAC next year. There's gotta be an anime fan at that pub uh in manchester new hampshire i was told by um one of the people that was working um at uh a kai con that mm-hmm. basically they the bartender there with that was serving while toonami was on had like a bunch of toonami named drinks mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's <Nice>. possible <laughs> let's see a black goon black lagoon which would probably be a bench dutch rock or a, re- a revving me up Oh. <laughs> uh, Hotel Moscow Molotov. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay then. 
So more, more things for the Black Lagoon drinking game. <laughs> yes. Which is sadly coming to a close soon. Oh, I know. Closing so time. One last call for alcohol. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Then we have some good goodness coming, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Some goody goodness. You don't really have really to go goodness. home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't it's cherry. stay here. And said goodness after Black Lagoon is cherry flavored. Anyways, speaking about craziness, maybe we should talk about Space Dance. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> Space Dandy, episode 21. A world with no sadness, baby. The screenplay was by Shinichiro Watanabe. The storyboards, unit direction, guest character design, and background art design was by Yasuhiro Nakura. Direction in cooperation with Masahiro Mukai. Animation directors Yoshiyuki Ito, Kazumi Inadome, and Chikashi Kubota. On the Funimation side, the script adaptation was by John Bergmere and Patrick Seitz. And the ADR direction was Zach Bolton. Who is now on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> he, uh, he, um, he mentioned some of the guest voices that were going to be in that episode of Space Dandy before it aired. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a pretty cool thing for him to do. Hmm, so what were they, Sketch? Uh, those include Kyle A. Bear as Ferdinand, Elizabeth Maxwell as Poe, Ross Patterson as Gregorians, Alex Organ as a nobleman, Justin Cook. Whoa, Justin Cook! Oh, oh, we're, <laughs> we're going way don't back. Don't hear him every day. <laughs> nope. Going back into the time machine here. Yeah. He, uh, he was playing Night Porter. I think the Night Porters, there were more than one of them, I feel. <laughs> so maybe he was making uh, creature noises. Uh, maybe he was a Night Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus D. Stimek as Cornette, uh, Rachel Robinson as a noble woman. And the additional voices on top of that, Eric Cherry, Terry Rogers, Chris George, Monica Rial, and Sarah Ragsdale. In this episode of Space Dandy, Dandy ends up on Planet Limbo, which basically means he died. But yes. it's okay, because he lives somehow. It's Space Dandy. And as he's roaming through Limbo, he comes upon Ferdinand, who's kind of a great big Digimon-looking thing. <laughs> a Digigami. A Digigami, uh, yes, because he also looks uh, like one of the Shinigami from Death Note. Yes. And Ferdinand's kind of trying to get him to cope with the concept that you're dead, we're about to have your funeral, deal with it. But Dandy's not going to have none of that. He's saying, blow this funeral, I'm out of here. But before he flies the coop, he runs into Poe, who happens to be sort of the spirit embodiment of this planet. Who is actually lonely because everybody else is dead. And she's the only living thing. Now, they flash to what happened to Dandy. He, uh, he and QT Meow were flying around in the Aloha Oi, and they ended up in a cosmic storm of some kind. 
which caused Dandy to go flying through the air in the... Well, not through the air. <laughs> flying into the console, smashing his head and getting electrocuted. And that's essentially how he kicked the bucket. But he's able to come back because he chooses to come back. And then he chooses to go back to Limbo for reasons unexplained. And that's pretty much it. Along with a whole lot of crazy visuals and bumping into other neat creatures and great animation fantastic yes. animation even from the first moment i was like whoa mm -hmm. that's some pretty cartoon right there oh yes, yeah actually um i'm gonna go on record to say that this is probably one of my favorite episodes of space dandy this is easily the best uh, episode of the second half because it was a different kind of space dandy than what we're used to seeing. Now, if I may step into the Wayback Machine for a second here, uh, with Samurai Champloo, I'm seeing a lot of um, parallels between that and space dandy and that. There doesn't seem to be an overarching story, but when it needs to get serious, it gets serious. And it did. And Samurai Champloo did that in the last three episodes. I think we can kind of expect something like that out of space dandy. That could like we be can, a possibility. Like, we can see, um, we know that uh, Watanabe can get emotional even if he has a nonsense series on his hands. And uh, to be quite honest, um, this was a lot more of like an, an introspective episode, but it also makes you ask uh, questions about, uh, you know, the dandy continuity, if there is one at all. Which, you know, whether it has one or doesn't, it doesn't matter because... Uh, not only is the series great, but this is a this is one of the better Space Dandy episodes all around. You can you can appreciate it for what it is in in as an anime in general, not just within its own um, system. Yeah, the way you said it, though, Jim. Um, I know you said it kind of had a like a Makoto Shinkai feel. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. and that's, it, it you does know, kind of have a Shinkai feel. Yeah, you know, it, it felt like then it kind of like, you know, a little bit of Studio Ghibli in it, too, as well, for me. Yeah, yeah it took it took a lot of uh, a lot of the emotional cues from uh, those two sources. Exactly. Um, it, it kind of felt like um, it kind of felt like, um, you know, some scenes in like five centimeters per second or something like that. Yeah, that might be that might be going a little bit too far. It might be tonally different. But in terms of the pacing and stuff like that, it kind of did feel that way at times for me. Exactly. I was like, I was trying I was racking my brain a whole night. Then I was like, wait a minute. I was mm -hmm. like, hold on, Danny's crossing the Zanzu River, so that's mm -hmm. that's what had really made me think about it. When and, you know, tradition to a Japanese mythology, mm -hmm. you know, that's pretty much the equivalent of the River Styx. So if you don't know that, people, the Zanzu River is pretty much just like the River Styx in Greek mythology. Thank you. It's for just the, the Japanese version. Thank you for the history lesson. You're welcome. I understand, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I would say. Like for me, like this, this was probably I would agree with Jim. This is probably the best episode of the second half. I wouldn't say it's the best episode of Space Dandy altogether, but I would say this was the best one of the second season, so to speak, of Space Dandy. Um, <clears throat> I liked the animation. I liked how they, you know, I liked how it was. It was just different than what we've seen so far. Um, but it also, it also seemed. Like it was trying to put put forth a message. I don't know what that message was, <laughs> but it seemed like it was trying to convey some kind of message uh, in this episode. 
So I, 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 I enjoyed it. Yes, a funeral can be beautiful. Dandy does it. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's the message. <laughs> that was the message. I say, Watanabe's gone and got real introspective lately. Yes. <laughs> well, I think we should get into... Let's get into the talkback. Hmm. Master of the Arts writes in, My guess is that Dandy decided to stay dead and go back to Limbo to be with her. As a referencing... Uh, Poe sends Dandy away because he wants to go away, but somehow or other he comes back, kind of highly implying that he stays dead. But, as we know, there are multiple Dandies in multiple universes, so they probably won't keep things from chugging along. <laughs> the Dandyverse. Exactly. Yep. He called her the prettiest planet. <laughs> <laughs> What I thought of, oh, a living planet, like that one Green Lantern? <laughs> Mogo. <laughs> yeah, Mogo. <laughs> yeah, Poe and Mogo should hook up. <laughs> yeah, they can bump in a good, like the uglies. That's mm. wonderful. And that, children, is how planets are born. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a big bang. Oh! Because it went down the black hole. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Darrell started drinking. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You would be correct. Yes! What do I win? Nothing. Fuck! <laughs> Blatch writes in, Cashern Dandies. That's what this yeah. week episode felt like. Lots of talk about life, love, and shoving it for boobies. Yeah, yeah I, got a, I got a distinct cashern vibe to... I I guess give Catherine credit where it's due when it was introspective it was rather interesting and right the, the, it was well, also... I can't remember what happened I'm wandering <laughs> around definitely a Catherine vibe not that Catherine's the only show that's ever done that but it's an easy comparison but, but Catherine was also crushing Catherine was also crushingly depressing yeah so. this, this wasn't depressing True. True, very depressing. <laughs> this this was the right amount of introspective without being depressing. This would be like, I guess, basically, if you put Space Dandy in Cashern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, what's with it? this place is whack. I'm out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Emo Dandy would have thrived there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to do Poor, poor emo dandy. On to the next talkback. <laughs> Allison T. writes in, I can't tell if I like the regular pompadour or the long hair on dandy better, and this week was a serious dandy. The ending also felt like the, like, uh, the ending of Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Let's talk about the hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was kind of feeling the hair, man. Yeah, I think it looked pretty good. Kind of... Mm. Very did. Very good. Yeah. I liked it. Kind of... Mm, Matsumoto style? Leji Matsumoto? Mm. Yeah, good. That's good reference to it. Yeah. I thought it was, it was kind of... Captain Harlock and the Star Blazers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, This week's Space Dandy was a trippy acid trip. That sounds redundant. 
No, it wasn't a trippy acid trip. It was and introspective. A, and a reminder to never use drugs. Also, the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> no, that was the Matrix, dude. Oh, no, my bad. All Spark. <laughs> I guess it was closest to the Allspark. Frank yes. Metal writes in, Dandy's trip to Limbo was quite philosophical. I like seeing this side of the show. The animation was beautiful, too. Yes, it was beautiful. Beautiful like a big pair of boobs at Boobies on Honey. Newly established intern Faboober writes in, This was the most interestingly designed and thought-provoking episode of Space Dandy, and it was awesome. Mm, intern, human resources meeting tomorrow. <sighs> More people thinking that this is acid trip-like. Just, uh, just be just be gentle, Drell, okay? JP Reckless says, <laughs> That acid trip on Space Dandy was epic. Wish I was I, but I was drunk. Does that count? Let's get no. Drell. <laughs> being it's drunk even being high. I ask. <laughs> I have ESPN, dude. Yes. No, being high and drunk are two different things. One kills brain cells and livers. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, X89 says, This week's Space Dandy was a very interesting one. Maybe this is what happens whenever someone dies in the show. Eh? Well, I think that, what is this, like the second time Danny's died? Oh, more than the second. The second. <laughs> but this was a beautiful funeral, though. Mm-hmm. Starstorm writes in, last night's dandy was interesting, to say the least. That's all you had to say? Interesting. Just interesting? It, really? Interesting. How vexing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could you, we need you to articulate just a little bit more next time, okay? <laughs> Elaborate. Mm, well, there was there was a dot 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 pause in there. Maybe maybe if I had read it with more of a pause, it would. Uh... No, I'm sorry. That was just shallow and pedantic. Uh-huh. No, can't be feels there. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to use all of our lines right in one? <laughs> ah! Watching just... Dandy just made me realize that candies have feelings too. Rest in peace, Skittles. Sadness. Yeah, you were drunk again. You were probably drinking that Skittles vodka, weren't you, Jen? <laughs> Twitter's been having a weird issue where a lot of stuff is not showing up, so sorry if we missed your talkbacks, but blame Twitter. Oh, here's one. Uh, Demigod1 says, Probably the most poignant episode of Space Dandy yet. Also, the first out there in season, uh, the first out there season two episode that I've liked. Brilliant and beautiful. Indeed. I very much agree with that statement. Hmm. This is an interesting one. Cash for Laughs 71 says hashtag Space Dandy, hashtag The Dandy Man Can't Kick the Can. The Dandy Man Can. Because he mixes it with gel and makes his hair look good. <laughs> Pompadour? Uh, what about a what about a pump a wall? Ha 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 ha
Were they explaining <laughs> Dandy's continuity? No. Huh. They were explaining the depth of Dandy crossing the Zanzu River. What he said. And Phantom Star 162 writes in, Wow, Space Dandy went dark. Welcome to the Valley of the Dead. There's no fun and games there. But there's also no sadness. They said there's no sadness. No, there was a lot of confusion at times. But it's okay, though. I think the alcohol just made me more cognitive. <laughs> Speaking of Phantom Star 162, it's his birthday. 21st happy birthday, birthday. yeah happy 21st birthday now you can drink with me hopefully you make it through the night bud uh, <laughs> try not to die on uh on the last black lagoon <laughs> drinking game try Come not to die you want to live. Oh, by the way by the you way, have two weeks to prepare for it i would suggest eating a lot of charcoal no. <laughs> Ew. Also, we would like to tell the Data Monkey, Colt Burr, happy birthday to Ambient Virus. Good job, Data Monkey. You made it another year. We don't know how old you are. But uh, I think that's it for Space Dandy Recap. Um, mm -hmm. I think the only thing that we need to get into right now is the news. News. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Attack on Titan at 1130, ranked number one in its time period among adults 18 to 24 and 18 to 34, and men 18 to 34. Bleach at 12 a.m., ranked number one in its time period among all targeted men while space dandy at 1230 ranked number one in its time period among men 18 to 24 and 1834 a new episode premiere actually the premiere of gurren Lagan at 2 a.m ranked number one in its time period across all targeted adults and men yes naruto shippuden at 1 a.m ranked number one in its time period among adults and men 18 to 24 and 18 to 34 one piece at 130 Beware the Batman at 2.30 and Black Lagoon at 3 a.m. each scored number one rankings in their respective time periods among adults 18 to 24 and 18 to 34 and all targeted men. Black Lagoon also experienced a year-to-year -year growth among adults 18 to 24 and 18 to 34 and all targeted men. So that's a, uh, that is, wow. <laughs> yeah, yep. well... You know, it's always be good to be number one because being number two would put you in a shitty situation. <laughs> well, it's, it's you know actually We're, very okay to be number two also, but... Dude, <laughs> but we taking the number two is okay, but oh, being geez. number two is not cool. <laughs> I want to get rid of all pooping. Oh, that seems a bit extreme. I enjoy good poop every now and then. Hey, dude, I enjoy good poop too, man. Then like taking a good dump, man. All right, moving on in the ratings. You guys noticed what I was referencing? No. <laughs> Axe Cop. It's funny. Damn. Fuck Axe Cop. It's on fucking Fox ADHD. We're the only <laughs> thing that survived. 
the only show that survived Fox ADHD. Which should belong on Toonami. Come to the dark side. Come to the dark side. Should be. It probably will end up on Adult Swim if they don't kick it to the curb. Exactly, but... Like I, like I keep on saying, and I, I'm a broken record at this point, but I have to keep on saying it, we're winning demos. That's what matters, no matter what our ratings are. Yep, exactamundo. Speaking of those ratings, the 18 to 49 ratings for August 16th, 2014 are Attack on Titan, 769,000. Bleach, 649,000. Space Dandy, 519,000. Naruto Shippuden, 473,000. One Piece, 424,000. Gurren Lagan, 430,000. Beware the Batman, 411,000. Black Lagoon, 426,000. Naruto, 408,000. Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, 309,000. Cowboy Bebop, 290,000. Ouch. Star Wars The Clone Wars, 311,000, and Samurai Jack Ends the Night with 225,000. That was uh, 18 to 49, though. Yeah, Yeah. that's the 18 to 49. 300,000, 18 to 49 at 4 a.m. is not bad. Not not (laughs) bad at all. I'm surprised that many people are up at 4 (laughs) a.m. It is a bit surprising, isn't it? It's okay. People were just having a lonely night. I don't know about any of you, but it's also surprising that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is still on the block. I really want to know, like, how long they signed a deal for this show. Jesus Forever. God. Probably. <laughs> Equivalent exchange. Exactly. <laughs> People keep watching to... it, they keep playing it. Equivalent exchange. <laughs> we need to transmute and find something else. I, uh, I really think that they won't play it again after they finish this one and giving certain other information. They may not, in fact, finish off this uh, this run of the show, but I feel like they'll probably finish it and then they'll give it a rest. I would hope so. We will see. Now the total viewer ratings for the same night. Attack on Titan... 1,443,000. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Pause right there. That's getting close to Bleach's uh, record. Rec- Bleach's record, yes. I've been actually keeping an eye on that, and it's 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 going up substantially. Like, 1.4. I think it was like 1.3 last week, and now it's 1.4, so... And these are the these are the slower episodes. Well, these are, these are all English dub that nobody can see yet, so... Mm-hmm. That's... Not until not until uh, a couple of weeks from now when the second uh, box set comes out. But yes, you are seeing this first on Toonami. So that's a good thing. I'm sorry I interrupted you, Sketch, but I I ha- thought I had to point that out. So we're gonna keep an eye on that because if it if it happens, there will be some breaking news. There will also be sound effects, lots and lots of sound effects and music when uh, Attack on Titan breaks the record. <laughs> From Jim. <laughs> note that I said yes. It could be the case that it's already broken the 18 to 49 record, but. Probably. We'd have to go through the archives for that, though. Yeah, because I know it's gotten 0.6 before, and that, I think, is as high as Bleach got in recent For a memory. share? For a share or total viewers? Uh, that's for 18 to 49 share. Okay. Continue reading them, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
So as a reminder, Attack on Titan, that was 1.4 million. Uh, Bleach, 1,110,000. Space Dandy, 873,000. Naruto Shippuden, 809,000. One Piece, 754,000. Gurren Lagann, 728,000. Beware the Batman, 697,000. Black Lagoon, 672,000. Naruto, 679,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 496,000. Cowboy Bebop, 435,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars, 513,000. And Samurai Jack and the Knight, 415,000. Those are the totals. Once again, we are seeing a good ratio of the totals being in the demographics that matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I like the fact that everything's over 400,000. Mm-hmm. this week um the only thing like i keep noticing too about these ratings is for for some odd reason all of a sudden clone wars again has like goes up in numbers at 5 a.m which is weird but then mm-hmm. like samurai jack is like the lowest <laughs> it's like uh, uh okay people like star wars what can i say yeah man it's Star Wars. It's Star got a name Wars. to it. I mean, if I mean, some people probably see, ooh, Star Wars. Let's take a look at this and DVR it. You know. Well, see, this is the reason. Like, you you see Jason say like the ratings warrant this like American show, for example, mm-hmm. to be on the block because it does well down where it is. You know. Exactly. Moving. It, I actually think, uh, and I know what you're probably thinking, uh, Paul is you know, moving it up and stuff like that. I think moving it up would actually uh, hurt Clone Wars. Are you talking about moving Clone Wars up? No, no, no. I was thinking yeah. of actually moving it to 530, maybe. I was actually thinking the exact same thing, because I know a lot of people are thinking immediately defaults, like, oh, okay, we see a good number like this, let's move it up. It really depends of- It really depends on how many episodes there are. And mm-hmm. the other question, which obviously is probably not going to happen because it went to Netflix, but, you know, there's those, was it? Was no. Season five? They don't have access to them. Okay. So then, yeah, that's not going to worry. So I, I don't know where we are with episodes for Star Wars, but if we're at the point where it's almost going to be over with, I think moving it would be stupid at this point. But Yeah. Although I, I do I don't agree. know how many episodes were left, though. So. Yeah. They're I don't in know the third season currently. There's okay. still the fourth and the fifth. Uh, they haven't skipped an episode except for one in the first season, even though they said they would possibly skip some episodes. Apparently they just meant one. (laughs) Uh, But the question is, just how long does that contract last? Does it matter when the new Star Wars Rebels series starts? Will they have to take it off then? Will they get to keep playing it afterwards? Who who knows? Um, We have no idea. No, we have no idea, but I would would think that if they had, with their contract and just switching it to Adult Swim... I think that they would probably be able to still play it, and they probably would because really there's nothing at this point. I mean, I, let me let me pause there and say you could put Ghost in the Shell back on, but really at this point, I mean, moving it or getting rid of it at this point would be stupid. Just play it out until your contract's up, and then there you go. Well, that, the that's the question, though. When does the contract expire? Because we have True. no idea. No, we have no idea, and we will never will know until they say something to us, so... All right, on to trending. Yes, trending. Trending for August 23rd, 24th, the U.S. Trends Cartoon Network during Gurren Lagann. Hmm. Well, I, uh, That's a weird one. Yeah. Yep. Hashtag One Piece. Hashtag Gurren Lagann. Hashtag Beware the Batman. Hashtag Black Lagoon. 
Revy from Black Lagoon, hashtag Naruto, and hashtag Cowboy Bebop. The mobile app trends are Space Dandy, Dandy, just Dandy, just Dandy, <laughs> just Dandy, <laughs> hashtag Gurren Lagoon, and hashtag Black Lagoon. Yes. A little light on the trending that week. <laughs> hmm. It's kind of um, tough. I'm kind of hoping that maybe it'll go back up when uh, when people are fully back into college and kids are back into school. Hopefully, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see. I mean, obviously, yeah. People are. Oh, sorry to cut you off there, Paul. But uh, because of, because Labor Day is so early this year, um, you got some people going back um, like this week, and then you got some people going back uh, next week. Right. So I think Labor Day is as early as it can be this year. Well, so, yeah. That's a, uh, it. That is. is correct. Okay. And yes, people, we will be competing with football season soon. Uh, soon, I'm but not worried about that. To be honest with you. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? Um, I think that Sunday night football, with how li- late the games go, and you know, college football stuff like that, I think that ends up being just a nice lead-in into yeah. uh, tsunami because people are going to be either amped up or looking for a uh, outlet when their uh, when their team wins or loses. Oh yeah, you know my outlet, Jim. <laughs> boost? You know what? Yes, boost. Boos are, cur- boos are cu- cussing out Auburn fans. Oh, both. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be, well, this week, obviously, we only have two shows that we can trend. But um, it should mm-hmm. be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I would. I actually, wonder how long they can keep Attack on Titan trending. Yeah, I would, I would actually, you know what, maybe we should challenge people, Sketch. Let's yeah. see if we can keep that trend in the whole night, folks. Yeah, I want to see yeah. after, after obviously. Trend Titan. Space, <laughs> Space Dandy is the first show, so make sure you trend that. But then after Space Dandy's off, um, see how long we can trend Attack on Titan. Let's see if you can actually do it worldwide, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Tsunami. Let's make some characters trend, too, folks. Right. Yeah, the gauntlet has been thrown, and uh, actually, I think that leads us perfectly into this week in Tsunami News. <laughs> well, on top thank of you the, for reading that. Uh, yeah, we it? finally, uh, well, we got the promo for the Attack on Titan Labor Day weekend marathon, which is, again, on uh, this Saturday, August 30th. Starts with a world premiere episode of Space Dandy at 1130. People might be asking, well, why are they playing Space Dandy? Well, it's a world premiere. If they don't play it, then it's not a world premiere anymore. Exactly. <laughs> they don't want to get behind Japan. Right. And then after that, you have episodes 1 through 12 of Attack on Titan in a massive six-hour marathon. One can call it Titanic. Oh, hey. ho, 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 ho. one could. <laughs> one could call it just plain awesome. And <laughs> more than but... likely during that marathon at some point, we'll get a promo for something else that we just found out about. <laughs> Let's let's preface this. Preface this, because this is going to be a long conversation. It's 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 very surprising earlier this year than when they got Black Lagoon. People really weren't expecting that kind of show to air on this tsunami after they picked up the likes of One Piece and Soul Eater and Sword Art and you know generally pretty tame shows as far as things go. So they got Black Lagoon. And you must be thinking, how can they top Black Lagoon? How about a little Helsing Ultimate? Yeah. Say it with me. Say it with me now, kids. Yes! Yes! 
Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, if, if I could interrupt real quick. That uh, was the uh, ongoing orgasm by Jim, folks. <laughs> this, was, this was actually one of our most um, shared and liked posts on ToonamiFaithful.com, just so you guys know. Everybody so, likes Helsing. Um, I, I yes. would say that this is probably one of the best decisions that Tsunami has made in a while. Next again, and, Black Lagoon. And now, I, well, here there's there's a couple things that we can that we can take away from this. First of all, they are willing to play shows that are more than 30 minutes long in length. So, mm-hmm. Helsing is 45 minutes, correct? Um, it actually varies. Okay. I was about to say, yeah, the uh, it all varies between. Um, you know the episodes. I think there might be only one that is about uh, that is like sixty-five minutes or something like that. But um, I'd have to check it. I actually, the tenth you know what? I'm one just... is even longer than the rest. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna take a look at the. Um... I'm sure. I'm gonna take a look at it. Hang on, hang on. All the others are less than sixty. I'm, I'm yeah. sure that when we get to that point, though, they'll probably end up making some kind of concession <laughs> to play that. So. I, I think we're I think we're good on those, but there again too, they're gonna have to make some kind of edits because of TVMA. So, well, it is 3 a.m. when uh, Helsing. No, no, no. Well, if you look at the Tumblr, what they said was is they don't want to make any edits, but they have to. If there's an edit they have to make for TVMA rating, they will. Yeah. So. Um. So actually, I found the running times of each and every uh, Helsing episode. Uh, the first episode is 51 minutes. Uh, episode 2 is 43 minutes. Uh, Helsing 3 is 47 minutes. So pretty good for those two. Helsing 4 is 56 minutes. So you're kind of up against it there. Uh, Helsing 4 is 44 minutes. Helsing, uh, excuse me, Helsing 5 is 44 minutes. Helsing 6 is 42. Helsing 7 is 45. Helsing 8 is 49. Same with Helsing 9. And then Helsing 10 is 68 but then again, that is the finale. Right. And, and like I said, they'll probably make a concession for that one, too. So. Right. Well, actually, if Toonami wanted to go that route, uh, there are three episodes of uh, Helsing the Dawn, uh, which is also a um, also made from the prequel manga that Kota Hirano made uh, towards the end of uh, Helsing's original manga run. Right. So if they needed to fill the time at all, then they could uh, air... Uh, the Dawn as well. Or if they wanted to make it like a full hour and 30 minutes at least with Helsing 10. Or maybe even two hours if they showed all three of them back to back to back. Right. Basically, but, uh, we get to see our favorite psychotic vampire people. Voiced Alucard. by Kristen Freeman. Voiced but, by Kristen uh, Freeman. Right. Um, the, the other thing I was going to... The, the other there, There's another thing that we can mention about this too. Um, and I think, Darrell, we can now we can now assume that Jormungan is on the table. <laughs> yes, sir! Um, actually, one thing that a lot of us have said, um, a lot of us Anaplex fans have said, is that all of a sudden, having Helsing means Fate Zero could be on the table yeah. as well, because the first yeah. episode is a one-hour special. I don't right. know about the last episode. What, uh, you Fate Zero fans will have to help me out on this one, because uh, I didn't get that far. But uh, Fate Zero does have a hour-long first episode, Although I still, not to burst everyone's bubble, but I still think Fate Zero is not Tsunami Caliber, if only because the first half of the series is so slow. Well, well, Jim, remember what I put up on Twitter. The one thing thing that now is also open, is definitely open now, and absolutely fits Tsunami, which is Ghost in the Shell Arise. Yes, although the only thing, like you said, 
only thing holding that back is that uh, border three and four are not dubbed yet. Correct, and and that's where that's where I have to say, like some people have say, seen me put this up. I need to make sure that you guys understand. Yes, obviously, I would love to see it this year. However, obviously, you can't put a show on that's not been dubbed. So if it hasn't been dubbed yet all the way, then yeah, we're not going to put it on. Yeah, they probably yeah. won't play the first two and then take a break until right. the other one. But it's yeah. it's not out of the realm of possibility. Because, for no. instance, they have been playing those Evangelion movies mm-hmm. as they've come out. In the middle out. of the block. In the middle of the block. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, uh, not quite as they came out because... Yeah, I believe this was 1. after the fact for 1 and 2. Right. Yeah, 1.0 came out in, like, 2007. Uh, but 2.0 the point is, it's not a complete story yet. No. Correct, correct. And I'm sure that we'll see EVA 3.0 when uh, Funimation finally... Uh, releases it, which every day they don't. I'm a sadder and sadder panda. So. <laughs> well, and you know the the other thing too that we might see this uh, this weekend too. Mm-hmm. Is, um, we may, and I don't I don't know if they would do it this soon, but they may actually promote uh, Dragon Ball Z too if they've finally figured uh, out what to put it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Might Hard to say. Hard to say. Just kind of. It's coming. Yeah, I feel I feel like this would be the week to do it. To be honest with you, just mm-hmm. because well, <laughs> if they're gonna if they're gonna do an advertising and campaign, all Funimation block a tsunami seems like the right time to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got a lot of. Sh- I, this is a completely different uh, topic here, and I think we can use this as uh, a jumping off point for another show. But there's a lot of shows coming due. Right. Uh, that are coming off the books at this point. So um, Toonami's got to go on a short uh, acquisition spree here. And then when you've got Helsing Ultimate, which you're running for only 10 weeks, um, I think that leads us perfectly into, you know, like November and December, stuff like that. Right. But um, we won't go too much into this because I feel like this is better saved for um, another week. Right. Like next, mm-hmm. like next week or something like that. But I, well, well, first of all, we have to also mention that, you know, obviously Black Lagoon's leaving, and so is mm-hmm. Uncut Naruto, which we Only for 10 weeks. Only for 10 weeks. No, oh. no, it, no? Is, oh. it is supposedly gone for a while, yeah. if, if not forever. Oh, right. wow. So, uh, hi- indefinite hiatus, I guess. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't think... Unless you've heard otherwise somewhere. Right. I haven't. And to be honest with you, we really don't need Naruto anymore because we have Naruto Shippuden. So yeah, that always felt kind of redundant to me right. having both Naruto this and Naruto much Shippuden. puts the nail in the coffin for people hoping that uh, Fifty Three Onward would air next year. Yeah. And, but... and I, oh well. And I, I do want to kind of say I, I do want to kind of point out that um, there's been some chatter on on Twitter about or at least I've been seeing it this week after the Helsing. Uh, announcement that you know people are feeling like this is just more like you know this is we're getting a lot of Funimation which you got to understand Funimation has the biggest library of anime so obviously we're going to get a ton of Funimation they are the superpower (laughs) right and yes we do have Anaplex there obviously and we're probably going to get one show as one ends we'll get another one um but you know I, I do feel and with the exception of obviously Bleach and uh Naruto Shippuden you know, we will get some kind of Viz show coming up. I, I don't, like, uh, obviously... I hope it's Blood Lad. <laughs> that's just, that's Blood just me. Lad. I hope it's Blood Lad. Year of Bryce! Year of Bryce! 
<laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I obviously, like, like I said last podcast, I would like to see some variety and I would like to see them branch out into other animes that maybe they typically wouldn't take first. Yeah, um, it's still, but the, pri- <laughs> but the primary, uh, but remember, I mean, it's easy for us to get ambitious because a lot of us, you know, might default to seeing uh, Toonami as an anime block. Right. But which a lot of us do, but it's not, it's an action block. And, and um, you know, so there's a lot of us out there that want to see something a bit more, like maybe a little bit slower, a little bit introspective, maybe something that's primarily funny. Something like that. Right. Yeah. I'm, yes, mean, I'm still hoping for that. I'm still I hoping mean, for that. I, know. I, I, I would like to still, I, I would still like to see, I mean, Michiko and Hotchkin, that, <laughs> that would definitely be an option, but that's, I think, is that his? No. No, 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 that's, that's Funimation, isn't it? No, uh, Michiko and Hachin is Funimation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, what I was thinking more of is what we've been, what me and Darrell have been saying all along should be on there, and it's it's going to show up. It's got, like, I, I can't see it not showing up at this point, which is Inuyasha Final Act. It's, it's obviously, put it on there. I mean, even if you, uh, personally, I mean, even if you were to sign it so that it had two runs, which they don't usually do, but if they wanted to do two runs, this would be the perfect show to do. You know exactly. what I mean by two, with two runs, like, show it throughout the whole series and then repeat it again. Yeah. This would be the perfect series to do it with. And you have the fan base to do it. So mm-hmm. might as well do it. And it's all, like you said, it's off the, it's off the books. It's one of those one that's been out there for a while. Yeah. I play it. Well, by, by off the books, I mean shows that are, you know, going to be, that are going to be leaving the uh, block and stuff like that, which oh, okay. um, the only thing, and um Really, going back to Helsing Ultimate for a little bit. Sorry for this, but um, this I feel this needs to be said. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but at the same time, I feel like putting Helsing Ultimate on at three is doing it a disservice. You know, because for people who want to see the darker and edgier side of Toonami, which we got with Dead Man Wonderland at twelve thirty when the block first came back, I feel like Helsing Ultimate deserves to be on earlier. And it's also a good way to promote that darker and edgier tsunami. Um, then, I, I mean, I don't work in TV and stuff like that. It's just uh, an idea that I have, and that might be my Helsing fanboyism uh, shining through because, you know, Helsing's one of my favorite franchises in all of anime. But um, I, I still can't help but feel this that way. The thing is they're kind of throwing it on at 3M1 because that's what's open at the moment. But right. also that's, that's because... Problem. They have more flexibility in those later hours for shows that won't be just 24, 23 minutes. Correct, yes. Yes, I agree. So, yeah. Um, it is probably, kind yeah, of... It probably uh, works that way. I didn't think of it that I way, think actually. they're a little insane for playing an hour OVA from 3 to 4 a.m. Premieres until 4 a.m.? Are you kidding me? I never thought that would happen. I well, think they're awesome. trusting people with their DBRs. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. If, if I can, the, another thing I want to point out too is um, probably at that point of the night, they can get away with a lot more stuff. And that's probably why they put it there. Whereas if they put it at 2 a.m., eh, you may not be able to get away. 2 a.m. is fine. I mean, pretty much anything yeah. after 11 is fine for adults. But, for them. but there again, you don't, you see, that's the thing. We don't know in TV if they can get away with more at a, at a later time slot or if. You know what I you know what I mean? Like we don't we don't know those kinds of things. So maybe that's why they did it here because I'm sure I'm I'm pretty sure that if they could put it from two to three o'clock, they probably would have. So um but one other thing I wanted to point out too is um and I know 
Gurren Lagan is at 2 a.m., but I would still like to see Batman seeing that it's episodes that have never been seen before on TV. I would still like to see it pulled up to at least 2 a.m. because I think that's doing a disservice to that show. Yeah. Well, again, you know, like Sketch said, it's what's available. You know, right. uh, when you've got when pretty much your the first uh, two and a half hours of the block are spoken for with, um, you know, stuff that is going to air for a long time. Right. Uh, you know, Attack on Titan and Space Dandy notwithstanding. And, um, you know, the, I mean, it's just what we've got. I mean, I know right. Space Dandy, I don't know what the contract would say about Space Dandy, but, you know, that's going to be ending soon. Yeah. Attack on Titan's done in like about another 10 weeks. I, th- uh, I think about the time Helsing Ultimate ends, that's when Attack on Titan ends, so we don't know. Yeah, right, right. about and, that time. And, you know, I think we, we can kind of say right now that, you know, once... and. Again, I'm just assuming that Dragon Ball Z is going to debut right after Space Dandy leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, at that point, we're going to have a really good, strong block. And if we're not doing well in the ratings, I, I sh- you know, it's, it's for shame on some of these people not watching. Cause this exactly. Is, this is some exactly. shit that Toonami's had. Like, well, there's saying. a reason why Toonami, uh, probably, there's probably a reason for this, because Toonami right. asked us to, you know, what we want. And because we're going to have an entire slew of new shows coming in. We haven't really had all these new shows coming in at once since the block came back. Right. Because you know, we, we have more time to play with and also, you know, just, you know, necessity. We've got more money to play with on this block and all kinds of fun stuff. And then we got the intruder next year. I mean, this is going to be, this is probably going to be a really big, um, I wouldn't, I don't want to call it a make or break year for Tsunami because it's not, it's not going to feel that way because people are going to watch and it's still Saturday night. I mean, not all of your bones are going to be made on Saturday night, but if we get the right stuff and if we package it right, and if we do it right, I think this is what tsunami really uh, meant by not only manipulating the manual, but also really saying this is where fan input can make us and push us over the top and put us back to the second tsunami golden age. Right. It will be more definitive people. Certainly will be. (laughs) You know, I think we should we should kind of stop there because we have a lot of talk to talk about in our topic because yeah obviously one of our other news stories well actually there's two more because um, sketch you can talk too much Paul you can talk about <laughs> the sketch probably because we had a show of a show show up in the middle of was it Bleach or was it Space Dandy I think it was Space Dandy yeah I think it was Space Dandy I am what are you talking about Paul I think you know what show I'm talking about. What are you, are you talking about the Captain Murphy thing? Of course. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, the yeah, the, uh, like <laughs> yeah. The thing is, uh, it looked like um, you know watercolor acid trip Isaac Hayes. <laughs> oh no, dude! I say he was a cross between Rick Ross and Africa Bombada, man. <laughs> so this Captain Murphy, it's Flying Lotus, right? Right. I I believe so. Yeah. Times yeah. like these, I wish Jose was here because he would know. <laughs> yeah, so Captain Murphy's Flying Lotus new persona, and yeah, it was a the, the very interesting thing is you see Demarco credited right there at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. that explains why it was on during Tsunami because well, for one thing, it's animated, it's neat, so right. why not throw it on as a vignette? Yep. And you know what? It just goes into the uh, into the tradition of Tsunami just surprising us with stuff because they always do. Yes, yeah. yes, they do. Um, and then the other thing that we we 
should talk about, but we're going to leave that pretty much. We'll just mention it really briefly, and then we'll talk about it after the Attack on Titan recap is uh, DeMarco gave us an update on the uh, Manipulate the Manual, basically. Manipulate the Manual Mark IV. Yes. So um, we'll get into that right when we do the topic, but um, sketch if it's all right. I think it's time to get into the Attack on Titan. Indeed it is. Attack on Titan, episode 16, What Needs to Be Done Now, Eve of the Counterattack, part 3. Okay, as we know now, basically, um, the recruits are um, being investigated over the killings of the Titans that Hanji fondly named Sonny and Bean, and Annie decides to go to the military police later on. Um, basically, she kind of gives um, Armin a little, and kind of a little bit of advice to, um, you know, choose, you make their choice about what they decide as far as, like, what branch of the army they want to join. And basically, the new recruits are reunited with Aaron in the scout corps, and they basically get inducted into the scouts for the most part. And they find out that within a month, they are going on a mission to reclaim Shinganshina. Oh, my bad. Shinganshina, my bad. <laughs> Ah, must be the booze, people. Sorry. <laughs> and basically, there is still that secret of what's hidden in Aaron's home basement again, folks. Basically, after telling the um, you know, the scouts, so the recruits of the um scouts, um, the fatalities in the expedition, um, kind of, I would say, Commander Irwin's like, if you survive, then you're pretty much like the best of the best. Basically, telling them they're elite soldiers at that point. Because everybody knows, once you go on a, a dangerous mission and you come back alive, yeah, you're pretty much a leading badass if you can survive. And basically, Irwin tells the recruits they can, you know, stay or go to whatever branch they want to. And basically, some people literally falter because Irwin was literally giving them the business about what goes on in the Scout Corps. And some lost a lot of heart. But the people that did stay, he said, you earn my respect. And which is something I love about Erwin because the thing was, Erwin was not talking about his friggin' um his accomplishment. He was talking about the merits of his unit, which is what I love about a commander. He doesn't talk about himself. He talks about what the unit has done as a whole. Basically, John decides to join the Scout Corps, you know, the honor of Marco, who died. He was Titan Child. As well as Mikasa, Armin, Sasha, Cunny, Ymir, Krista, Reiner, and, of course, Berthold, despite their fears. You know, everybody kind of bitch up, get scared, you know. But, you know, basically, Courage is doing the thing in the face of fear. That's how I feel about it because, hey, I done stepped out there too. I done did stuff that I was scared of, but still had the courage to do it even though I was scared. Only fools rush in, people. <laughs> and basically, the recon corps repaired, you know, prepared themselves for this, um, for this expedition. And Aaron finally sees that he's reunited with his comrades again, and they get ready for this mission. And, and Aaron, is, can, and oh, Aaron continues to lead by example. Yes, he does. He's a fool that rushes in regardless. Of course. But he's still leading. But, you know, his um, 
his enthusiasm and his uh, drive is infectious. It really is, man. And that's the reason why I say I love a soldier like Aaron. He may not be the best soldier. I was like, he's probably an average grunt at best. But the fact that he has this gung-ho esprit de corps spirit, that's really what makes a very, very motivated soldier because if people catch on to that, they're motivated. They want to go out and do the same thing with you to accomplish the mission, despite being scared. It's the Mm -hmm. truth. He also has, you know, the ability to turn into a gigantic monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is also true. You know, if I had super Titan powers, which I do in my dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was oh, oh, and my- there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Help us, God. This message was brought to Everybody you by Titan Brand Condoms. Titan Brand Condoms. <laughs> See, man, I was trying to be serious about this, and y'all just messed it up. <laughs> oh, oh, messed it up. Yeah, y'all messed oh. it up. But seriously, though, when looking at this from a military's perspective on Attack on Time, if you want to reclaim something that has been lost, you got to understand that there will be a um, big loss as far as men, equipment, and everything else because, hey, you're going against an enemy that pretty much, let's see, how can I say this? It's bigger than you, stronger than you, but, hey, they're dumb, some of them anyway. But, hey, with ingenuity, hey, a few of y'all might come back. Exactly. Even, even like some of my um, previous commanders say, fellas, some of us going out in the field, but guess what? Some of us ain't coming back. <laughs> Seriously, a lot of soldiers that have been on the front line get that speech. Right. I'm not joking about it. I'm just telling the truth. Any other um, comments, gentlemen? Um, let's see. I, I did want to say that um, it's interesting because I, I had said, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how these the the team that Aaron had before. Not not. I would say the team that after Aaron got eaten and we thought died. Um, how they were going to um, transition into future episodes. So it's interesting to see like the remnants of everything of all those teams coming into the scouts and they actually all are there pretty much in the scouts now. So uh, that answers one of the questions. Also, I have another question. Did you get all the booze out of the basement? Mm, uh, I drunk it before I could take it out. And also I found a porno. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. That answers my question. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna. speaking of the basement, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when they open that and go in there and see what's there. Um, one other thing, too, is, is if we've seen the preview for the next episode, um, a female Titan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a nice... Yeah, uh, wasn't it John that commented that she had a nice ass? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, oh, and and the other thing that's interesting too, is like this operation that they're, that they're going to do seems to be not just an operation, but a way to, um, bring out the person that killed the the other two Titans that they were testing. So, um, that should be interesting to see what happens when that occurs. So, Hmm. interesting theory. We'll have to keep that one in mind. 
<laughs> no, seriously. I'm not being a jag off about sincere. it. I know. Shut up. All three of you have seen the series already. Learn to take account. That's why I'm that's why I'm answering the question without answering the question. Interesting theory. Dumbass. I will answer a question with a question. That is the right Maybe. question, detective. <laughs> the standout moment to me in this episode was was John's inner conflict realizing that oh man what i'm doing is stupid but i have to do it because it's the right thing to do and also lamenting over marco which it's just it's interesting that the show decided to kind of kill marco off screen because that's that's how life is in war right Sometimes yes. somebody dies, you don't know where, you don't know how, and they're gone. Yeah. I mean, all you have like, is their memory. You really do. Like, seriously, um, one of the stories, you know, kind of just be serious with about it. You know, a friend was telling me, um, one of the soldiers that she knew, um, basically the guy had a son, and his buddy literally threw his buddy out of the way and dived on the grenade because he was like, you have something to live for. I don't have anything. And, you know, that's just a sacrifice that, you know, a comrade will do for you because, you know, he's trying to protect you because he knows that you have somebody that's depending on you. And basically, you can kind of look at this with John doing. He's doing this to, you know, keep living on as far as that memory, to honor that memory. And that's kind of like some of the things that some soldiers do. Literally, if something happens to someone as close to you or just a, a fallen comrade at any point, you do something to honor them. Me? Uh, but is it idea loss? I work even harder as a combat medic, you know, to make sure that I can patch up more people to save more lives. You right. don't always save everybody, right. but you do your best. Jim, what do you have to say? Uh, as a guy who's seen the series already, I feel like there's nothing I can say without veering into spoiler territory. So. <laughs> okay, then go back in the corner. It's no. a good warm up for what's to come. Jim is not an intern; he doesn't go in the corner. You go to the basement, Paul, right now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Jen's basement. Sorry. <laughs> as mentioned earlier, we're having a little issue with Twitter lately, so we don't really know if we have more. Attack on Titan. No, not at all. Not this week. But I think that's going to be it for our Attack on Titan recap. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's time, finally, to get into our topic of tonight, which is... Where is it? <laughs> As I went the topic for this episode is your response to Toonami's call to arms about manipulating the manual. Mm-hmm. Bring that up on the because we are milking this so hard. <laughs> we have been milking mil- this all month. We've been milking this like the udders of a cow. But it keeps. Paul, it just bend keeps, over so we can milk you. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it keeps reciprocating conversations, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have everything here. You can actually see all the tweets that Jason put out this week or I should say last week, about um, Manipulate the Manual. Um, they're up at ToonamiFaithful.com right now. If you look at the the main, uh, I guess, basically it's it's one of the, the first few articles. It has all the tweets. Uh, but I'll briefly go through them so that you guys um, 
can know what Jason said. Um, and then we can probably talk about him a little bit if you guys want to. Um, okay, so the first tweet that he put out, he said, lots of responses. Most common suggestions are as follows. Number one, make Toonami longer. Sorry, that one is out of our hands, but we like it. Um, I think a lot of people f- didn't hear the promo right. <laughs> damn, damn, dude, you ring like Floyd Mayweather. Some people mm-hmm. literally heard, we can go longer. Right. <laughs> That's what she said. Ooh. I saw that on message boards, and I was like, he said can't. Can't, can't. go longer. But... This does prove this does prove that people do want to have a longer tsunami. Now, that being said, I really hope that you people didn't go. Well, I want tsunami at 8 p.m. Can't do it. No, they're not going to do that. Okay. They got contracts with Fox in the sort. I assume. Now, 11 o'clock is feasible. I can't see them going any sooner than 11 o'clock. Now, if they did that, I would be surprised. But I highly doubt that they would ever go past. They would ever start before 11 o'clock. So. I want to say I want to say thank you to all of you that have sent that in because you know that's you know that really sends again that's another way we can send the message now that we're not you know trending hashtags because you know that shows Adult Swim because you know we can say okay that shows Toonami but really Toonami's on Adult Swim that shows Adult Swim that we want to have Toonami to be longer so hopefully that does catch somebody's eye and maybe we could get the eleven o'clock show or the eleven o'clock hour all together at some point so. But um, moving on, uh, the next tweet was number two. Go darker. We hear you on that. Dead Man success showed us you guys might like that. Black Lagoon, a bit less so, but we have ideas. Um, Apparently, ideas were Helsing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, again, me and Darrell are on the same page with this. I think Jormungand is now definitely. It's a shoe in now, definitely, because from what I've heard, Helsing is, can be is a little bit is a little bit darker than Jormungand. So I I, I really think that Jormungand is a shoe in at this point. Hopefully, I think it would be a great show for Tsunami. Uh, what else do you What do you guys think about that? I have no opinion on Jormungand as I have not seen it. No, I I've mean seen, going uh, darker. Yeah, going darker. Um, well, I mean. That's entirely subjective because one man's darker is another man's, you know, something else. Darker is not necessarily better. Right. Right. It really depends on the show. You got something like Helsing. Yeah, that's good. It's dark. It's popular. It's appealing. That's a great show for Tsunami. Right. If you're playing something darker for the sake of doing something dark you know, it depends on the show. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you can go, you can go darker, but just make it good because otherwise it's just like, it just gives off the, uh, uh, you know, a bad smell of like pandering or something like that. Right. Um, is there any shows that you guys would like to see that are quote unquote darker? <laughs> I would um, psychopaths. I uh, second Psychopass, although they're giving me the one I want in Helsing Ultimate, so it's hard for me right. to really say anything. I mean, I, I wouldn't really say that. Oh, Psychopass is Psychopaths. dark. Psychopass mm. is dark, but I wouldn't say, like, if we're talking about dark. Dude, dude there, there are some deplorable things that happened in that well, show. Well, yes, there, there, that is true. <laughs> I don't do want to spoil there. them, but man, that is yeah. graphic imagery. Um, how about that one scene? Yeah, that one scene. 
Yeah, I think me and you can get on that same page after the podcast. How about that other scene? <sighs> that yeah. one thing that happens in the middle of the street? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Watch Psychopaths. It's good. It is good. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, next tweet was number three. Keep things a mix of classic shows and newer stuff. A lot of you seem to like the balance we have right now. I agree. I, I think that we do have a good balance. I think when we say um, classic shows, I think um, I think what we what we Samurai Jack is probably one of those. Um, I would say I guess Ghost in the Shell at this point would be a classic show. Yeah, you could um, kind of call it classic, although I. I think when a lot of people say classic shows, they mean stuff that was on OG Toonami. Right. Yeah, um, OG Toonami, previously on Adult Swim Action, are just those popular staples that have been around for years and years and years that maybe have taken some time off of television for whatever reason, rights, candy, uh, rights changing hands, what have you. Because a lot Did you of just people say rights like, and candy. <laughs> no, I said rights and handling. And oh, okay. I said rights changing hands. Mm-hmm. You know, shows like contracts running out. Yeah. You've got your Cowboy Bebop, but the uh, the most common ones that I hear is uh, any Gundam and Outlaw Star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I Outlaw, want Outlaw Star. Star. Outlaw Star is inherently uh, more doable because of uh, it's actually got a licensor. Gundam is going to be very hard to do, and um, you know we've talked about this at length about Gundam and why uh, you know it's so hard to license. And I think, and um, just to reiterate, I think a lot of us believe that Bandai wants to get a toy deal with whoever licenses it as well. And it's been proven that the Gundam uh, toy kits and stuff like that, those don't sell as well here. So you'd have to make them in more limited uh, numbers or, um, you know, kind of, or maybe just sell direct online, you know? Right. Because, I mean, you can't have retailers sitting on stock. Right. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I think, like, to your point, Outlaw Star, and I saw you tweet this out also, Jim. Um, Yeah. I I (laughs) I was like, Outlaw Star, please. Yeah, I think Outlaw Star is basically... I mean, they've said, they've said, yeah, we would love to put it on. However, we can't right now. They need the materials, say that which Sunrise has not provided yet. Right. So I'm sure they're working on that. And I'm sure that, I mean, that one right there is probably one that will definitely show up at some point. Yes. Well, it's up by one. The... Go ahead. Oh, no, dude. I was just going to make something about the Galactic Ley Line, you know. <laughs> I mean, will it show up? Will it show up like tomorrow? No, probably not. But will it show up maybe in the next year? Who knows? It's and definitely a possibility. Yeah. And, it all uh, depends on when uh, Funimation gets those materials from Sunrise, because uh, from what I understand right now, Sunrise is just taking their sweet old time. Yep. Sunrise, mm-hmm. quit doing this shit on CP time, okay? It ain't cool. <laughs> um. Man. So. I think we're I think we're good with that one. Uh, let's move on to the next tweet that he had. Uh, number four, and this is something that I've been telling you guys that I've been seeing on Twitter a lot more, and this definitely proves it. Uh, number four, no more a- American action. This one, dot dot dot. <laughs> not sure. Not sure we will do any do anytime soon. Not sure we will do any 
yeah, that doesn't make sense, but I don't know why. Good God, he ran who out was your No, 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 teacher. that's that's exactly what he put. Not he ran out of ball. characters, I think. Yeah, he did. That's yep. what he said. But um, folks are very vocal about hating this, but ratings disagree. Um, and there you go. That's the whole story. But right. You know I what? Mean, um, if there, uh, if I may, Paul. Um, the thing about it weebs. is that. <laughs> first of all, that. Secondly, um. If um if there isn't if there's a spell where there is no um where there are no American cartoons on tsunami, it's because they don't have any American action cartoons to show. Well, there's going you know? to be there's going to be a point where that happens because well, a either the good ones are on different channels, or like B, Batman and Superman. <laughs> right, or B they're just there's no more to put on because yeah, break some GI Joe or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, it, it sucks, but it is what it is right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, I'm see. I think that I think what's happening is, is you know, more of us OG Toonami faithfuls that have been here since day one, pretty much are the only ones out there left that go, yeah, we want American cartoons on. Whereas these newer people, which are becoming more and more and more, are starting to come lately. <laughs> yeah, they're basically saying, no, I want my anime, and that's it. And it's like. Well, that's all well and good, but that's not what Toonami, Toonami's core was in the beginning. So exactly, and you know, but Jason sliced that you know right. eighteen different ways. You can't. I mean, I don't know how much clearer Jason can be by right. saying Toonami is an action block, not an anime block. Anime was just part and parcel with that. Right. I so. mean, well, look. Here's the thing. Okay, there's going to come a point where there's not going to be really any action cartoons out there that Tsunami can get. Now, that being said, there are things coming up, like, for example, um, I'm trying to think of what the name of that movie is, that they, that everybody wants to... Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. I was thinking maybe that would be, like, that would be, like, ultimately the only one that Tsunami would ever play a live-action movie on, which they won't play any live-action, but I'm just saying, like, that would come close to them playing something. Um, They're doing the series, the cartoon series, um, that right there could be a possibility for Toonami. Is it going to be there? I don't know. But that right there... Highly unlikely, uh, I would say. Um, I it's say supposedly that. aiming for children, which I think is a questionable choice. Yeah, I think that's a questionable choice, too. I, I don't think they should do that. But if it is... It's not Toonami! It's perfect! And, and the director likes Toonami, so why not? Mm. Um, but moving on. Uh, number five... Uh, more premieres. We hear you, and it's something we want. Partially not our call, but we will definitely be pushing for that promise. More premieres, you know. Yes. Because <laughs> they don't have eight currently, and will <laughs> soon have, well, it's still going to be eight shows, but it's going to be four and a half hours. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think what they mean, Sketch, and obviously you know this, but just to point this out, they, oh, think you think they mean more before they come out on DVD premieres? Correct, like Space Dandy yeah, and they, technically yeah. Attack on Titan. Technically. Yeah, we don't Heck, even Sword Art Online have, did that. <laughs> we don't even have Space Dandy like planned for DVD yet. True. It's not been announced. Nope. Yeah, it probably won't be for a bit, too. Right. Um, so... Obviously, they're working on that, too. And then the last tweet that he put out, which was number six, everything else, something interesting, some interesting suggestions, 
re uh, tom dash slash sarah and formats packaging and lots and lots of show suggestions um one thing i'd like to put into that one right there is something that i put up on my tumblr page when i said what i would like to see again i'm, I'm going to continue to hammer this home until it happens hashtags during the show give me the hashtag of the show during the show that's all i want i don't care if you don't I don't care if it's up in the left-hand corner or it's next to Adult Swim. I don't care. Just put it on there so it helps trend stuff because I think, yeah, it's great to do it right before the show goes into the actual show, like with either a tsunami created intro or a – well, basically tsunami control created intro and then their intro. I'd still like to see some kind of hashtag during the whole thing because I think that's going to help us, and that's – you know, at this point, we need everything that we can to get a budget. I'm not saying that we have a low budget or anything. I would just like to see more money, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like you know. to see more money, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All of as, us would. as it stands right now, the first show doesn't even get a hashtag. Nope. So. No wonder it's that, so hard to trend Attack on Titan. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's, that's where we really need to have this during the shows. Um, you know, because... I can put up on Toonami News 50 times, trend attack on Titan, but people are watching the show. They're not watching Twitter all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, we need help in that. Yeah. We, need, we need a lot of help at this point to start trending things. So, um, you know, that would be something definitely, and it's free. You can do that for free, too. I think really, I mean, really that's... Free help. Really, that's, that's the only thing really I want to see. Um, I don't need to necessarily see more like a new Tom or a new Absolution. I, I like what we have right now. Um, I don't necessarily need to see... I mean, I'd like to see more of the... Mm. I mean, more stuff about Intruder 2 would be nice, too. Um, obviously, that's probably coming here soon. In due time. Yes. Hey, I'm um, just pushing for the blue girl to be oh, on there. That's <laughs> well, we're that much closer, Jarrell. We're that much closer. Um, no, no, no. I... I, I I got it. Clydes. That's what I wanted to see more of, too. I would like to see some more Clydes, too, if we can. Um, but that's really, I mean, really, those are things that we've already done and that we could probably do more of. So, I mean, I don't see anything really costing them much more money, unless it has to do with a show. Um, and pretty much we've named off shows in the last couple of weeks that we would love to see on Toonami that would make a sure fit. So, you know, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. I don't know about you guys. Well, we got some Tsunami Talk Racks. Oh, let's read that then. Yeah, because don't you remember last week we had the call to arms for people to yes, we send us what their thoughts on this current call to arms were? Of course. Of course. <laughs> and we uh, actually have a few people that I don't think we've ever had right in before, so that's nice to see. Yes, that is. There you go. Noforakashka writes in, hashtag Toonami is hashtag the best, hashtag keep, hashtag too old school, hashtag three dark, hashtag keep up the awesome, hashtag forever fan, hashtag keep bleach one more round. Hashtag Toonami talk back, hashtag Tumblr. Hashtag too many hashtags. <laughs> Damn, now I gotta say hashtag now. I feel like just saying hashtag, hashtag. I'd rather say hash How, brown. Yeah, hash browns too. Mm-hmm. How drunk were you? <laughs> is all I'm asking with all those hashtags. 
All right, so two old school. Okay, three dark. Three dark. Hmm. Three dark shows. Three dark shows. I think that might be a little too much. I think two. Two is probably good. Exactly. Yeah. But we had it depends. Two kind of dark shows in the beginning between Dead Man and um and uh Cashern. Cashern, yeah. Well the beautiful thing is that The Manic um, Depressive Hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then um let's see. I don't know. Um Alaraka Seven got pretty dark at times too, so it could. Yeah, yeah, it man. Alaraka Seven made it cool to beat kids and old people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just punching Renton in the face because. <laughs> just because. I haven't punched you today, Renton! And I would agree that keeping Bleach one more time, just doing like one from the beginning of Bleach. Uh, I'd, yeah, I do don't. An hour, you'd have to do an hour uh, every week for that. As much as I'm a big Bleach fan, no. Not I, one more. I don't think they would possibly end up running the whole 366 episodes again, but. If they wanted to, say, replay a chunk of it as back-of-the-block filler, that would certainly draw some attention to the back end. I think that I would, would love to see the Zanpakuto arc again. I would like to see the series from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I said You go to Crunchyroll for that, boy. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, moving on. Silly you, the dub's on Hulu. <laughs> That's the other thing. Uh, anybody lamenting about not being able to watch early Bleach or Inuyasha, that stuff's all on Hulu now. Yeah. And the next one, Voltron Sven Fan says, I'd suggest Toonami going for some older, possibly cheaper shows from around 1998 to 2008. Good idea, but Jason has gone on record as saying numerous times in the past that the older stuff just does not bring in ratings, unfortunately. Also, so. they have to be licensed as well. Right, that's another problem. There's yep. a lot of I'm seeing a lot of um, a lot of people suggest shows that, are, that aren't licensed. It's like we don't have people to do business with. Yeah, exactly. It's like here, let me just start pulling out all these old tsunami shows, and hopefully something will stick to the wall, and I'll be able to get it on tsunami. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh. If we could do that, then we could possibly pull golden gold bricks out of Paul's ass. There are uh, a handful of those old Toonami shows that are actually licensed. Yu Yu Hakusho and Roroni Kenshin come to mind. Right. Ronin Warriors. Well, that's yes. not licensed, Paul. I know, but, but we want it either. to happen. Damn we it. want Ronin Warriors. <laughs> yes, we do. Ronin so I can Warriors. buy it again. Moving on. Frank Full Metal writes in, my suggestions for Toonami were, uh, are to do character promos and yes, add Frank. Sentai shows. Akame Ga Kill would be perfect for the block. Yes, Akame Ga Kill isn't dubbed yet, but, um, you know, that's yes. pretty good. Character profiles, I am with Paul on this one. Yes. Look, I can only do so many fan ones, okay? <laughs> yes, we would all love to see some fan Sentai film work stuff on Toonami, but we just gonna leave that alone, okay? Yeah. I mean, it, it we don't know what it happens. Yeah, yeah we don't like, know what Sentai and uh, Tsunami's relationship is, so we can't uh, we can't even speculate. Nope. And we don't know. <laughs> we don't. We just don't know. I'm sorry, guys. Flat out, we do not. God know. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's nothing we can do. I know. I know. A lot of people would love to see Broken Blade. 
you know, for the hour-long episodes it has for six episodes and all the other good stuff. Ah, oh, yes. And, of course, you know, those who love fan service and Mac, Infinite Stratus. But, <laughs> but I digress. Next. Sauter555 says, more movies. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know if we've really had any movies yet this year. Did we? Um, we um, had a Dragon Ball Z movie. Yep. Yeah, there's that. Revenge? Which, um, that's it. Personally, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Because they've decided to do marathons on holidays since then. Well, yeah, because last year we had uh, Evangelion 2.0, like, just before Labor Day, right? Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, I do. I, I do think that they're they're at this point they're trying new things too. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, we probably uh, honestly, I I do truly think that in December we'll see like a month of movies again, hopefully, because I think that did really well. Um, yeah, it did. But really quickly, like I would like to see this time around just to make put throw the suggestion out there. Um, give us some more shows that are on. Give us some more movies that have relate to shows that are on the block. Example: One Piece. Uh, you can you can pull out Naruto shipping in movies now. Uh, you can actually uh, pull out Naruto's movies too. For One Piece, uh, I would definitely say either uh, Film Z, which is coming to DVD next month, or Strong World. Thank yep. you. I was about to say Strong uh, World. I'm trying to think what else. Um, you know, it would be nice to finish up the rest of the Bleach movies. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Bleach movies. There um, is a Blue Exorcist movie. Blue Exorcist, and that is dubbed. That um, is, unlike um, most, unlike most Sentai, Sentai, unlike most Aniplex movies, the Blue Exorcist movie is indeed dubbed. Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trail, Blood yeah. Trail. Um, Those are the OVAs, but yeah. And obviously, there's the obvious ones that should be on there. Evangelion 3.33. Whenever they pull that out of the cloud, um, <laughs> and then um, obviously, hey, I'm gonna still put this out there. Dragon Ball Z: Battle of Gods before it comes out. To Blu-ray. Just Whenever that, that. Whenever no, that might be. Probably oh, not going to happen before. No, probably not. Um, October maybe 7th, this year. Jim, I don't know. Funimation's been surprising us like that before. Jim, mm-hmm. October 7th is when it's coming out. I thought it was October 28th. Is it October mm. 28th? No. No, October 28th is Helsing uh, 9 and 10. Yeah, October 7th is Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Oh, okay. I... I wasn't paying attention then. I can't have. Well, we know you don't like Dragon Ball Z, so it's fine. You get a pass. You get a yeah. pass. Okay? Yeah. But even it, but that even could definitely air in the in the holidays if they can work out those rights. And as true as that is, I mean, of course, I would. I mean, for something that big, I know it would sell. As much as I don't like my psychoses with Dragon Ball Z aside, you'd think I would remember something like that. You would watch it anyway, so I don't even want to hear you. Okay. I don't even want to hear it. It's brand new. You wouldn't if you haven't seen it, you would still watch it. I don't want to hear it. And even if dude, I had we to... just don't like the freaking fanboys. That's the reason why we snap the way we do. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you still would watch it, so I don't even want to hear you hear anything about it. We look here, I don't want your opinion until I give it to you, Paul. So shut up. Jim, please continue. <laughs> that was all I had to say. Real, <laughs> I'm taking your booze away. Should, hey, yeah. hey. That's a violation right now. <laughs> that is a government offense. Labor laws. <laughs> no, alcohol is what keep people alive in my world. Oh, God. Anyways, um, next one. Yes, and we have Matthew Cole Morgan writes in, A lot of new and exciting additions to the alumni, and now Helsing, I think only Gundam would make it full circle. 
again. Gundam. Again, again, out of okay, let me let me say one thing. Now that we know that they are willing to play extendedly long shows, Gundam Unicorn. Unicorn. Mega Yes. Yes. Gundam Unicorn. Although, unfortunately, uh, Bandai again out of business. So there's Bandai Visual. Nothing we can do. Yep. Yeah. So, Come I'm back. kind of wondering how far the right stuff rights to that extend because they are putting it out on DVD. Yeah. But it I seems mean, like they're doing that on behalf of Sunrise. So Toonami right. would have to work directly with Sunrise and Bandai to make it happen, which isn't impossible, but it certainly won't be easy. Right. You know what? I'm going to just say this, people. If you want stuff back, email these companies. Just email them and constantly bug them and pester them. You can wear them down. Steve Urkel did it to Laura. Anyway, I'm just saying. I think um, I don't know if that's that does to work. Be proud of. <laughs> that does work. I mean, in what other industry can fans manipulate the manual? There it is again. Like uh, we can in the anime industry. If there's enough fan demand, then I'm sure that somebody will uh, at least float the idea to one of these companies and then just say, hey. Uh, maybe maybe this is this could work for us, you know. Dude, I have literally emailed friggin' um, Bondi about friggin' Ronin Warriors, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm look not here. Depressed. Hey, asshole! At least I got a try. What the fuck you even did? You should be emailing companies like Discotech and Write Stuff, is they're probably the ones that would be most likely to be interested in picking that up. I would agree. Although Don't worry I about it. I done did that, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you have right. done your due See, diligence, sir. See, eyes is smart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> With or without the booze? <laughs> With both, my friend. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we have an email from longtime listener and contributor Allison T, a.k.a. Meowth. 900 on Twitter. So I'm going to go ahead and read the whole thing. Well, I got this. Want me to read it? Yeah. Because I got it right in front of me. Okay. Allison T, a.k.a. Meowth900 here with suggestions for what to do with the new Toonami. I'm sad because Space Dandy will end soon. My thoughts are... My thoughts are, move the Shonen Jump shows to 12 a.m. once Ichigo says his goodbyes. Have Naruto at 12 a.m. and then premiere Dragon Ball Z Kai at 12.30 and have good old One Piece at 1 a.m. Um, if I may say so, just have an hour of One Piece to start the block. That's all I'd want. That's just my suggestion. Other suggestions... <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Jim's suggestion, not Allison's uh, suggestion. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Exactly. <laughs> other suggestions are have the dark shows and other shows after the Shonen Jump shows. Not romantic comedies. Already got enough of that from Sword Art Online. Kids hanging out in high school doing high school things would be very boring on the Toonami block. And people have been hating how Dandy breaks the Bleach and Naruto power hour, plus the Naruto Shippuden episodes up till 100-something are pretty boring. A lot of them just go to bed after Dandy. Losers. Hear, hear. <laughs> I love you. Well said. Shows I would like to see on Toonami are Fairy Tale, Hate All You Want. I think this show would fit in with Toonami, or at least now that Funimation is almost done dubbing the older animated series, maybe Toonami could play the dub of that. Plus, people hate on hate on all the shonen except for One Piece, so what's the difference? Other Funimation shows I'd like to see are Jormungand, Darker Than Black, yes, Triple X Holic, 
the anime of Kingdom, if they ever dubbed that, and any of the Dot .hack series. Also, if Log Horizon wasn't a Sentai dub, I'd really want to see that on Tsunami. Other Viz shows I'd want to see are Excel World, Blood Lad, Inuyasha The Final Act, and I'd really want to see Tiger and Bunny. Tiger and Bunny would fit right in on Tsunami. It has enough action to be like an American animated cartoon, yet it's still an anime so everyone will be happy. Plus, the dub is fantastic. Anaplex shows I don't have much opinions on, so I'm going to say Magi, Madoka, and Kill the Kill. Sword Art 2 I know is coming. Thankfully, Space Dandy saved us from a simul dub of that. And that's it. <laughs> Ended rather abruptly, didn't it? Yeah, I guess a little bit. I'd, yeah, I'd have to say I agree with most of her points. Right. Yeah, um, I would rather... I mean, basically, it's just preaching to the choir with a lot of these. I mean, Darker yeah. Than Black is... Darker Than Black is one that I've always seemed to forget about, but I do agree it is a great show with a bit of a murder mystery kind of uh, feel to it as well. Yeah, I was kind of expecting something along the lines of Darker Than Black replacing Black Lagoon... So, maybe down the line. Maybe. I'm okay. hoping. Because uh, Darker Than Black's awesome. But give me Psychopaths first. <laughs> Psychopaths first, please, yes. We need more Urobuchi shows. So, I think that's it for our topic. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, I mean, uh, once again, if you sent in uh, Toonami Talkback and we didn't get it, we're very sorry. Yeah, Twitter's being a dickhead right now. <laughs> like Paul. Yeah. Matt, so. Twitter's beam. <laughs> By the way, Twitter, yeah, Twitter, this is my papa. <laughs> I don't know why we have Cartman on the podcast, but okay. Yeah, can't you ask me your pay? Never mind. Anyways, um, <laughs> you do so a let's good one, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that, well, he probably punched himself in the balls to sound like that. Yeah, can't you ask me your pay? Anyways, um, <laughs> hey guys, we're going him. Scare you guys, we get here. Anyways, <laughs> sign off time. Um, so you guys can email us as always at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, if you want to send us your tsunami talk back, if you want to give us uh, feedback on the podcast, um, all those good things, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Also, if you guys are interested in advertising with us, please email us there as well. Um, it, Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast, And you can tumble with us on Tumblr, tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And also, please visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast, including our exclusives, which we will be putting the other exclusives up soon just because, you know, we wanted to put those up on the main site first because they were so good, so... Um, but it's time to get out of here. So, Jim, where can they find you? I actually have a little uh, apology statement as well just before I sign off. Um, I'm sure a lot of you probably saw a lot of my, um, shall we say, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Animated just, tweets. Yes, animated tweets about uh, Otakon uh, recently. And um, it is true, I was only able to get one interview for Otakon, and that was Wendy Lee. Uh, I was able to mix and uh, master that one myself and send it to the uh, site, so it is up there. But that was all I was able to get for um, Otakon, and needless to say, it left me pretty angry and also very uh, disappointed. So um, uh, I'm going to contact the guys at another anime convention in New Hampshire. That's the small one I go to in um in new hampshire every october i like to call it uh relaxo con because uh, there's no industry stuff in there and i can still uh i can enjoy myself right 
Just play that music from uh, the Freakazoid episode, too. <laughs> you know Relaxovision? Anyone? Yes, I remember Relaxovision. Oh, yes. yes. I also remember yes. Screamovision. Scream. Yeah, Scream. <laughs> but, um, yeah, save that for Tatum's 18-plus panel. But, um... Let's, but yeah, um, I'm going to try and get what I can uh, for interviews at AAC. I'm going to try and have uh, some nice um, things as well. And uh, I'm going to tr- do my best to also try and do an ice bucket challenge at um, AAC as well. So um, I don't know details on that. I'm going to try and talk to the guys about to the AAC guys about it. But um, yeah, there's an, I, I might do an ice bucket challenge at uh, AAC. Jim, why are you not doing a Toonami Faithful podcast panel? <laughs> uh, because I think I've missed the deadline for panel setup. Oh, really? Like that. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to check. But uh, I would like to do that, considering uh, there's all kinds of stuff that I do. Right. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to try and make it up to you guys. Uh, I don't think uh, AAC has finished uh, bringing all of its guests in, but... Uh, you got your standbys and Tatum and Chris Kaysen. Uh Patrick Seitz is there. We already re- interviewed him once, but I, I feel like since I wasn't there, it's worth doing again. Um, also, um, you know, there's a bunch of other people there, so I'm going to try and get as many interviews as I can uh, to make up for you guys at uh, Otakon. And, um, that's pre- and that's pretty much it. Um, stay tuned because I really want to do not only as many interviews as possible, but I also want to make that ice bucket challenge happen too. So... Uh, Stay tuned on that. As for my actual sign-off, you can find me at 0alucard27 on Twitter, and you can also email me at jimnelson at tsunamifaithful.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or conundrums. And um, keep an eye out on my Twitter because uh, I'm going to promote a couple of the uh, audiobooks I've done recently as well. So, um, yeah, keep an eye open for those. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. If you have any questions, uh, suggestions or requests on people I want to interview, then um, yeah, just send them my way. Um, also, don't you have an Ask.fm as well? Yes, I do. It's uh, Ask.fm uh, ask slash SoftBank47 S-O-F-T-B-A-N-K 47. So. Jarrell? Oh, yeah. If you want to um, hit me up, you know, you can always do that at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can always email me at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And if you want to tumble with me, that's ukamisamurai7.tumblr.com. Sketch. The best way to get in contact with me is at sketch1984 on Twitter. You can also tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. And you can ask me silly questions on Ask.fm. Sketch 1984. And you can also send me your comments and feedback and whatever about the podcast. Sketch at ToonamiFaithful.com Alright. And for me, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. My last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O. Um, you can also tumble with me on Tumblr. It's paulpascrillo.tumblr.com um, And I also have an ask.fm. It's ask.fm slash uh, please send me your questions and anything you want to ask, as well as, you know, if you want to tell us that, you know, the podcast inspired you, if that's what you really feel. A couple of you have been doing that. And we've, we're very honored that you guys would do that. Um, you can do that there as well. Um, quickly, I wanted to just say that um, kind of non-Tunami really quickly, um, Geeky's going to be moving a little bit fast in the next month or two because we do have some stuff coming, including anime reviews that, Probably won't be shows that will be on Tsunami, so be sure to keep an eye out for that. 
And um, also I have an idea for an interesting um, contest that I'm going to be talking to Sketch about after the podcast. So uh, keep your ears out. Keep listening for that because um, I think doing a contest might be something interesting that we could do for you guys. So uh, keep an eye out for that as well. Um, But that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, We certainly hope that you enjoyed listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. But that's it for this week. Peace. We're out. Deuces!